Real quick, before we start, if you like what you hear and you're not following the podcast, make sure you hit that follow button. It helps the podcast grow, and that means we can change more lives of people just like you. Let's get into today's episode. What is going on, squad? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business without spending any money on ads, a website, or a funnel. I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month over the course of four years. And in the last two and a half years, I've worked with over a thousand online coaches and a hundred of them have hit $10,000 a month. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. What is going on, online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, we're talking about the five biggest mistakes that I made as an online fitness coach. I'm fucking excited. I'm excited for today. It's going to be an awesome day. So a few things that are happening this weekend that I'm super excited for. Number one is Julia is turning 30, which I'm super excited for. Woohoo! She just yelled from the balcony downstairs. My friend Brendan is coming down here and he's also turning 30. So we just got a bunch of like old friends now. I'm the only one that's still 29, except Cole's younger than me. We've got the PT domination event coming up in literally like less than 45 days, which is fucking dope. So excited for that. Kirsten and I have her wedding in eight days. We just moved into the mansion. It's fucking, there's like a lot of good things to be excited about right now. Now let's have some fun today. And we're going to talk about some mistakes. I feel like I really do enjoy one of the biggest reasons I enjoy the podcast is I think that I get to draw on my experience of being an online trainer for literally four years before a business coach. And so I feel like if I can share some of the lessons that I learned as an online fitness coach by making the mistakes that I did, then you guys don't have to learn those lessons. And I think that that's like a valuable part of mentorship in general is finding somebody that's actually walked the path that you want to walk and is actually like in the direction that you want to go and learning from their mistakes and their insights so that you don't have to make the same thing, same mistakes. So I'm going to get into the five biggest mistakes that I believe I made as an online fitness coach that crippled my ability to grow my coaching business in hopes that you guys can take this insight and take this knowledge and not make the same mistakes because if you guys can learn from my mistakes, why would you want to go out and make the same ones, right? So the first mistake, I want you guys, I'm just going to get right into it because we're going to have some fun. First mistake that I'm going to give you guys that I made consistently as an online fitness coach, number one is drinking on the weekends. And I'm actually going to rephrase that to partying on the weekends. Now, when I was an online fitness coach, you guys, like I making $10,000 a month, like when you go from making $2,000 a month to $3,000 a month to $5,000 a month to $10,000 a month, like it's like a fucking different level. Like you live like a different level of life when you, when you're bills are $3,000 a month and you're making $10,000, it's like a fucking, it's like a completely new game. It's like a new experience. And so for me as an online fitness coach, I'm, this isn't even a fucking joke. I'm going to tell you guys a funny story. The first time I ever made $10,000 a month, I literally calculated it. It was October, 2016. I calculated it and I realized that I hit 10K and I called my friend Taylor Stroud, who's on his way to come see me next weekend. We're still friends. He's on his way to come see me. I called him. I, I was like, bro, I just hit 10K. We're going to the fucking bar and we're getting lit. I'm like, we are going to the bar and we are getting lit because I didn't know like I didn't know like what to do with that extra money like I've like I have not I was not born into money and so when I started making a lot of it I just started fucking partying on the weekends I'd like work on my business during the week and I'd be grinding and I had this like little uh I had this little Facebook live stream show that I called the daily B and so Monday to Friday I'd go live with my little daily B I'd drop some nugs I'd serve my clients I'd do their meal plans I'd do their check-ins and then once they were all done I'd head out on the weekends and have a few drinks and have a good time now you might not think that that's a big deal 
deal. And I don't like, I don't think having a drink on the weekend is a big deal, but I'm going to talk to you about why I think it crippled my ability to grow my coaching business faster. Cause I think that I'd be miles ahead. And obviously there's no regrets. Cause I like, I do believe that everything happens for a reason. And now I get to teach these lessons to you guys, etc. But I do believe that when I was younger, it was one of the things that caused me not to grow faster is I was basically like killing my momentum every week. And then let me know if you guys feel this. How many of you guys feel like sometimes on the, like during the week you crush it and then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you have to like grind yourself into momentum and then Thursday, Friday, you're killing it. And then the weekend comes and you take a break and then you lose momentum. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you come, you have to grind yourself back into momentum. And then like, the, and then you're feeling good Thursday, Friday, and then the weekend comes and you chill. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you got to grind yourself back into momentum. How many of you guys feel like that? That's what I fucking did for like two years. And then eventually I just like realized I was like, what if I just didn't lose momentum? Right. And like, that's the key is like, what if I just didn't lose momentum? It's not like I'm saying don't fucking have fun because I think having fun is amazing, but it's like losing momentum. Like that's the thing. Right. And I think that that's the, one of the biggest mistakes I made as an online trainer is I just let myself lose momentum because guys, I'm going to tell you a fucking secret. Like this is a secret. And if you're in the 10K mastermind, Jasmine Torres, who is currently tuning into me right now, I talk about this a lot. And especially like when you start to break your own own records and you start to really achieve higher and higher levels of income, you just need to keep going. And so I had one of my clients, uh, Courtney Clark in the mastermind, she made $13.1,000 for the first time. She broke her own record and there's still three days left in the month. She's like, oh my God, I just broke my own record. I'm like, dude, that's amazing. Keep going. Like success has momentum and you just need to keep going. Like I'm celebrate, but keep going because like success has momentum. And so if you just keep going, it gets easier versus having to stop and start. And the analogy is that like, if you guys are, there's a parked car in the middle of the street and you have to push the car to get it started, it takes a fucking significant amount of effort to get the car going. But once the car is going, you just need to like lightly push, right? So for me, one of the biggest mistakes I ever made as an online coach was every weekend I go out and I drink, but and I would drink to the point that it would cause me to wake up the next day and kind of feel like shit. And then I would take Saturday off and I would rest on Sundays. And then Mondays I'd have to grind myself back into momentum. Whereas if you just fucking don't lose momentum, then you'll be successful a lot easier and a lot faster. So mistake number one was drinking on the weekends, not because I'm against partying and having fun. And guys, even now to this day, like I still like have drinks on the weekends. I still like to enjoy myself. Like I'm a fucking human. I like to have a glass of wine, right? Like I'm fucking all about that. However, my momentum is so fucking important to me and my success is so important to me that I absolutely refuse to engage in any activities that will kill it. Even if that means like, guys, I've gone out, I've gone out and like, I'll be out for dinner or drinks and like a Saturday or Sunday and or a Saturday as an example. And it'll be like 10, 30, 11 PM. And I'm like, I'm going home. And my friends are like, you're fucking lame. I'm like, maybe, but like, I'm successful. <laughs> like, like I want to stay successful. So like, there's times and places to celebrate, but like, for the most part, like 95% of the time, like I'll choose to go home. I don't give a fuck if it like, if it's lame or not, that's like, that's what's important to me. And so I think one of the biggest mistakes I made as an online trainer, if I could like, and I wouldn't go back and change anything, but one of the biggest mistakes that I made was letting myself lose momentum uh, more often than not. So that's number one. Is that helpful? Does that make sense? Numero uno is letting myself lose momentum. Now, number two, but actually before I go on from number one, I want to add one more thought. How many of you guys know a friend that is the same person now that they were five years ago because they drink every weekend. Just curious. How many of you guys know a friend that is pretty much the same person now that they were five years ago because they're like drinking every weekend? You don't want to be that person. Okay. Number two, the second biggest mistake I made as an online trainer when I was building my business was losing track of my own fitness goals to serve my clients. This is super, super, super common mistake I see in an online trainers. And it was a big one that I made it myself. I remember there was one period of time in my life where I was so committed to making more money and signing more clients and building my team 
team and blah, 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 that I had seven trainers working for me and I had seven trainers working for me. I had 50 clients and I, I talk about this in the mastermind again a lot. And I ended up working like 18 hours a day. And that's not, this isn't an exaggeration. I was literally working from, I'd get up at five o'clock, 5.30 in the morning. I would start answering my messages for the first two hours of the day doing cardio. I'd literally be walking on the treadmill answering messages for two hours a day. And then I'd write a piece of content and then I would go home and I'd start replying to my client trainer as messages. And then I'd go into my Facebook group and then I'd have a team meeting and I'd manage my trainers and then they would have problems and I'd help their clients with their problems. And then I would get off and then I would like not have any fucking time to eat. So I'd order, skip the dishes or I'd go to like eat some like fast food. So I get like fucking, I would go to like Sunterra market in Calgary and just get like whatever food that I possibly could just to stuff something down my face or like pro- multiple protein bars a day, just so I could get back to like serving my clients because I was like so committed to growing my business and so committed to helping my clients with their fitness goals that I ended up losing sight of my own fitness goals. And then not only did my fitness goals suffer and I literally started like, I just did not like the person that I saw in the mirror anymore because like my fitness was like slowly dwindling. My mental health suffered too. I started feeling like resentment, honestly, towards my coaching business because I'm like, this is supposed to be something that like makes people like live healthier lifestyles and I fucking can't even live my own healthy lifestyle. So I was like frustrated that like I wasn't living my own healthy lifestyle and I was like losing track of my own fitness goals and I was just like, like all over the map fitness wise. And so not only did it like my mental health suffer and my physical health suffered, but it's really fucking hard to motivate your clients to take action on their fitness goals when you can't even motivate yourself. And so then I would notice that like my clients would start dwindling off and my clients would start dropping off because I wasn't taking my own fitness goals seriously. And not only that, my clients would start dropping off and wouldn't be sticking to their programs. And then I couldn't come up with content to post because I didn't feel fucking good in my body. So I didn't want to take photos. So I didn't have any content and I was losing clients and I was like resenting my business. And so like literally just like fucking just like a spiral. It's just not good. And so the biggest, one of the biggest mistakes I made was losing track of my own fitness goals to serve my clients. And that's why like, guys, this was back in like 2015. I made like a massive commitment to lead by example at all times. And that's actually where the theory of health, wealth and relationships came from. Now, if you're in the Tanky Coaching Academy, you know exactly what we're talking about because we do this every Sunday. It's goal setting Sunday every Sunday. But that's where it came from. It came from this like significant overwhelm because I was so interested in chasing money that I was sacrificing the people that I loved. And I was also sacrificing my own fitness goals. Whereas now I find time for my health and my wealth and my relationships. But I think one of the biggest mistakes specifically speaking is losing track of my own fitness goals to serve my clients. Guys, at the end of the day, if you can't motivate yourself, take action on your fitness journey, how are you supposed to convince other people to take action on theirs? That's it. And so if you're struggling right now to go grow your coaching business, start with your fitness, start with your fucking fitness, like literally get yourself back on track. And I guarantee you, it's going to be easier for you to post content because you're going to feel more in alignment. You're going to feel better in your body. You're going to feel good. You have to focus on yourself over everything. And like yourself over everything also means like, and this is like another podcast for another time, another podcast for another time. But I also think like boundaries are fucking important because so many of you guys are so interested in serving other people that you're like, you'll sacrifice your own health and well-being. And that also means that like you guys will be willing to fucking answer people back at like 9.30 p.m. at night instead of go to sleep so that you can wake up and hit your gym workout in the morning. It's like, I have fucking boundaries. I like I love my clients, but you message me at like 9.30 p.m. on a Friday night. You're not going to get a message back until Monday morning because I, I value my mental health. You know, like I, like I value myself. And if you like send me multiple messages back to back to back, like I'm just, it's going to be like a polite boundary that you will receive. Like, hey man, like I'm fucking, it's 6.30 p.m. on a, on a Friday evening and I'm hanging out with my fiance. I will reply to you when I get the opportunity to. But it's like, if you put your clients before yourself, if you sacrifice yourself for the sake of your clients, like at the end of the day, like you'll end up presenting your business and you'll end up presenting yourself. That was mistake number two. Mistake number dos. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. 
If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. All right. Mistake number three. This one's a little bit juicier. This one's a little bit juicier. Mistake number three that I made in my coaching business. Mistake number three was hiring my significant other to work for my business. Back in 2015, I started dating somebody. And back in 2015, I started dating somebody. And this was when I was like, this is when I started like really building aesthetic nation. I was still getting it off the ground. And I decided I was like, I'm going to bring this person into the business. I'm going to make them an online trainer. And I'm going to teach them all these things and blah, 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 blah. And I'm going to introduce them to all my clients. And I'm going to give them clients and blah, 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 blah. And we're in love and blah, 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 blah. And then when we split up, this person had like 30 clients underneath the aesthetic nation umbrella. It was my fucking business. And I like had to see my like ex every day because I welcomed them into my business and introduced them to all my clients. It was really fucking messy. And so don't do that. <laughs> don't fucking do that. Like that is a big mistake. Even now, like guys, Kirsten is my fiance and I fucking love her to death and I'm going to marry the shit out of her. But I haven't hired her to be a peach nomination coach and I never will ever because that's like a boundary that I will not cross because then it gets really fucking messy right then shit like I need to I need to have a conversation it's like it just gets super fucking convoluted and then spout like business arguments turn into spousal arguments turn into it's just like you just too many layers of too many layers don't do it like take my fucking advice and do just don't do not do it it is a very bad idea and I think that there are some exceptions and obviously like you can this is what this is my truth like this is what's worked for me Um, and I think there are some exceptions like Julia works in our business as an example with Cole and and she's amazing. But as like an overall overarching scheme, like I just do not like, I will not ever hire a signal. Like my, like Kirsten's my wife. I'm going to spend the rest of my life with her and I'll never hire as my coach ever. Love her to death. She can come in and do guest trainings. I've told her that too. Like I fucking love you, but I'll never make you a coach in, in PT Dom because like, it's just, I will never cross that boundary again. Cause I made that mistake once and it was super fucking messy. Super, super, super messy. All right. So yeah, don't do it. It's not worth it. You got to separate personal from business, from professional. And you just, don't want shit like coming home with you, right? Like you don't want something that happened at your business to come home with you and now affect your fucking movie night that you want to have with your spouse, right? I think that for me personally, it made things very messy and it also just made it very hard to draw boundaries as a business owner when I ended up hiring my like like girlfriend at the time to do things. And it was also like people would think were saying that I was playing favorites and it's just not, it's just not an experience that you should do. Like it was not an, ex- it's not an experience that I'll ever do again. It's not an experience that I liked. And it was one of the biggest mistakes that I made as an online trainer. So hiring, yeah, you just, yeah, it is not a fun experience. So just don't do it. Period to this day. My, Kirsten is love my life, love her to death. I'll never hire her as a coach ever. So that is one of the biggest mistakes that I made as an online trainer. And I, if you're listening to this and you're looking to grow a coaching business, I highly recommend that you don't make the same one. Hi, cool. All right. Is this valuable so far? You guys fucking getting value? Is this exciting? Is this good? Before I get into number four, we've talked about number one, drinking on the weekend. Number two, losing track of my own fitness goals to serve my clients. Number three, hiring my significant other to work in my business. Number four, giving away the farm because I wanted to please people. Giving away the farm because I wanted to please people. What does that mean? Well, well, when I was an online trainer, I didn't value myself enough to take a percentage of my trainer's income that would actually make the business profitable. So this is a super transparent podcast. So I'm just going to tell you the truth. When I was an online trainer, my business was making $54,000 a month. Aesthetic Nation was. And I spent about, there was like a little bit of money we were spending. We were spending about five to $10,000 a month on ads that I was sending to my trainers at the time. And 
And because I like, I knew this is back, by the way, you guys, this was back when I had, I didn't have the knowledge that I have now of how to run a business properly and also how to grow organic social medias. So I'd get a trainer that wouldn't have a big social media following. And so I would spend money on ads to send to them so that they had clients. Cause I, my roster was always full and I never had to worry about clients because I had built up a reputation and people were just coming to me and they, they wanted to come to me for me. Anyways, I had a $54,000 a month. I was spending about $10,000 a month on ads and out of my trainer's income, I was only taking 20%. And so if my trainer was making $10,000 a month, I was making $2,000 a month. And that $2,000, and I only had two trainers making 10K a month. So I was making 4K from that. And then the other trainers were making anywhere between three and five. So I was maybe making from my trainers in total, like even though the business was making $54,000 a month, like the the actual profit from that, not even the profit, but like the cut that I took from my trainers ended up being around 10K. And I was spending 10K on ads. And I also was paying for everyone's trainer eyes, everyone's evolution nutrition, everyone's fuck. And I was the one that was like, I don't know how to fucking run ads. I'm straight up. I have an ads manager that does that for me. So I was also paying the ads manager. So I had about from my own online coaching business, I had about like 15K that I was making myself. And then I had my trainers that were doing that were doing growing their businesses. And so out of that 54K, I was pretty much taking money out of my own pocket to build my business because I was so interested in making sure that everybody else was taken care of that I wasn't taking care of myself. Does that make sense? Like I was like, oh, like I want you to do good and 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 I don't want you to be upset. And because I was so interested in pleasing other people, I was literally just fucking giving away the farm. Like I was literally taking money out of my own fucking pocket to pay for everything because I didn't want to upset any of my trainers. I don't, I wanted everyone to be fucking friends and everyone to get along and fucking blah, 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 blah. And I ended up taking money out of my own pocket to you get a car and you get a car. I ended up just take, taking money out of my own pocket so that everyone could be happy because I just wanted to please people. I was just a people pleaser. I wasn't a business owner. I was a people pleaser. That's what, that's what I fucking was, right? So yeah, it was a really big mistake. And the reason it was a big mistake, you guys, is you give them an inch and they take a mile. And that's just a fucking fact. You give people an inch and they take a mile. And so like, I think that because I was very like, oh, like I just want to make everyone happy. I would just notice that people just started to take advantage of me. And because I was really nice and I just like let, I just let things happen. I was like, sure, whatever. Like, doesn't matter. Like we can decrease the percentage that I like that I take from you. Sure. Even though I wasn't fucking taking anything at all. And so like, I just started to re- like, number one, I just started to resent myself because I'm like, Brian, I'm just going to be honest. I was like, Brian, you're a fucking pussy. Like you can't even stand up for yourself and, and like make enough money to like make the business profitable. You're literally taking money out of your own pocket to fucking pay for shit. Like you're a puss. That was a big thing. And not only that, but like at the end of the day, I'm going to get into this point as well. But at the end of the day, like you're not going to please everybody no matter how hard you try. And so even though I was like giving everything I had, it wasn't enough for some people. And then it made me feel like I was doing something wrong. And what I was actually doing wrong is I wasn't fucking putting the business first and being like, if this business isn't profitable, none of us fucking eat, period. doesn't matter if you like a percentage split or not. If this business isn't fucking profitable, you don't eat, you don't eat, and you don't eat. So I don't give a fuck if you like the splits or not. Like that's the, that's, those are the rules here. And if you want clients from my business, like those are the fucking rules. But I just wasn't confident enough to do that yet. That's actually, side note, that's actually one of the biggest reasons that me and Cole partnered up and paired so well is because if you're in the 10K Academy, you guys know Cole. And Cole's a savage ass motherfucker, straight up. But Cole was always the one that was like, we'd have conversations and he'd be like, nope, nope, absolutely not. Like, nope, I can't do that. Fuck, nope, nope. Like he was the one that would like draw hard lines. And I, was, I wasn't I was very good at drawing hard lines back in the day. I'm very good at drawing hard lines now. But yeah, 
It was uh, like, guys, at the end of the day, number one, you can't please everybody. We're going to get into this next too as well. No matter how hard you try, you can't please everybody. So there's no fucking point trying to do it. Number two, like guys, your business comes first. And so if you're building a coaching business and you like want to be nice to people and like you want them to be happy and like it just like your business comes first. You should write this down. If the business isn't profitable, nobody eats. And so if you're bringing trainers into your coaching business and as you build and as you grow and as you scale, like you want to be nice to people. But guys, if the business doesn't grow, nobody fucking eats. And you need to value your time. Like the amount of time that I spent mentoring and training these other coaches for the return that I was getting was like garbage. Like it was like zero. Like I would have, but I didn't know this at the time. Like I, I would have gotten a lot more value out of literally just focusing on building my own business and my own team. But I didn't know how to do that at the time. I was still figuring it out. Luckily in the 10K Mastermind, now I can teach somebody how to grow their business to like 25K by, with only having like two employees. But I didn't know that at the time. So the one of the biggest mistakes I made was giving away the farm because I wanted to please people. Make sense? Okay, this is the last one. I saved the juiciest for the fucking last. Juiciest for the last. Is that a word? Juiciest for the last. Yeah, I think let's do it. Jamie, by the way, I appreciate you for tuning in, bro. Juiciest for the last, everyone. The fifth mistake that I made as an online trainer was try not to offend everybody, try not to offend anyone, and being only a positive influence. And I'm going to tell you why. Because when I was an online trainer in Calgary, I promise you guys, like, my fucking whole mantra in life was positivity. Positivity, 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 positivity. I was so, 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 so positive in everything I did. I was, like, always happy, always positive, like, always so nice, always so respectful, always so fucking like I was so positive. I swear in my life. And even though I was so positive and I literally like anyone that I met, I would do my very best to like try to get to know and I would like say hi. And I was, you know, like I was always that guy, even though I was like that people started talking shit and it wasn't just talking shit. Like there was literally people in Calgary and there still is little snakes like this in Calgary. And I just like, don't, I don't even notice them anymore. I haven't thought about them in like a long time, but there's people that will are just like, they just like to fucking talk. They're just talking, talking, talking. And so for me, I remember the first time somebody talked shit about me, I like went to them and I was like, hey man, like I noticed that you said this thing about me and I'm just like, you know, I just wanted to see if I could like chat with you about, you know, what's going on. And we chat and we'd talk and we'd figure it out. And then next week they'd be talking shit again. And then I'd be like, oh, what the hell? Maybe I can talk to them again. And then I talked to them and then a week later they'd be talking shit. And what I learned from the situation is that even if you try your fucking very hardest not to offend anyone, so you like, you know, you censor all your content. I remember when I ran Aesthetic Nation, I used to, uh, Cole will tell you about this. I used to make, I used to censor my trainer's content. Like I used to be like, no swearing. Like you've got constructive messaging only. Like I literally, anything that makes Aesthetic Nation even look remotely not positive, we can't fucking post. Like I, I would like censor our content because I was very interested in being a positive influence on the community. And then once I started to progress and my business started to fucking make a lot of money and people started to know about us, that's when people started talking shit. Even though we were super positive, people were still fucking talking. So what I realized is that no matter what, no matter how hard you try not to offend somebody or piss somebody off, somebody's going to be fucking pissed. No matter what. You can spend every single day saying, like you could walk up to every person that you meet in the next fucking 24 hours and say hello with a smile on your face and somebody's going to look at you and be like, who the fuck is this positive motherfucker walking up to me with a smile on my face? And that's just a fact. Like there's going to be somebody that doesn't like you. And so why would I spend any time doing anything other than being 100% myself? If no matter what I do, somebody's not going to fucking like me, no matter what. 
There's going to be somebody that doesn't like my fucking hat. There's going to be somebody that doesn't like my fucking outfit. There's going to be somebody that thinks my fucking that wearing my hat backwards is stupid. It's not professional. That fucking I swear too much on my posts that my podcasts are stupid, that he does too many podcasts or he sends out too many emails or he posts too much on Instagram or he shouldn't be fucking posting funny stuff. He's a business coach. No matter what, no matter what you fucking do, somebody's going to have something negative to say about you. So what the fuck? Why are we spending any other time doing anything other than being ourselves? The biggest mistake that I tried that I made when I was an online trainer was pleasing other people and trying not to offend anyone and being a positive influence only. Now, I literally, I like pissing people off. I think it's fucking funny because it's like, if I'm triggering you, like if I'm upsetting you, like I also warn people, I'm like, my content, you might not like my content and like, I appreciate that you might not like it. Just like, don't fucking follow me because like, I'm like so committed to being 100% myself and some people love that shit, right? Some people love it. Some people are like, yo, like some people fuck with my content and I love that and some people don't and I respect that, but I don't give a fuck anymore. Whereas like, I used to be so concerned like somebody would and guys this is a really this is like a really hard mentality to actually internalize this is one of those things that like you hear and you're like oh that's dope i like that but then when somebody comments on one of your videos and it's like uh fucking you know harrison you suck then we start to think oh man maybe i do suck but then you have to remember this fucking podcast and remember that no matter what you do somebody's not gonna like it so you need to look at him like thanks motherfucker like bye i don't care like you like can't let it trigger you because no matter what you do somebody's not gonna like you so why would you spend any other time doing any anything else other than being yourself period i would rather be fucking hated for being myself than being hated for somebody that i'm not that's for sure right and the truth is that when you actually embrace that mentality when you actually are like 100 okay with yourself like i'm 100 okay with who i am like 100 i know that some people aren't gonna like me i know that some people aren't gonna like my content i know that some people think i'm like a fucking snake oil salesman and i also know the impact that i'm having on this life like i also know that i have 950 students lives that i'm fucking changing i also know that i've helped don lamb make over a hundred thousand dollars a month. I also know that this shit isn't a fucking rental. This is my fucking house. These are facts. I know that. So like, I don't care what stranger pants Bob on the internet says. I don't care if, if you don't think I'm a professional. I really don't. And I'm not, I, I also don't give a fuck if I offend you because this is who I am. Make sense? Cool. This was fun. Hey, we did a little podcast on mistakes. So the five biggest mistakes that I made as an online fitness coach, and hopefully you guys can learn from these as you're growing your own businesses so that you don't have to make the same. Number one is drinking on the weekend, not drinking on the weekend, but losing momentum specifically, right? Like I like to have a drink too. You know, I like to have my myself a little bit of weed gummies. But when we get to a point where our vices cause us to lose momentum, we need to fucking question our vices. Number two is losing track of my own fitness goals to serve my clients. Like when you sacrifice yourself to serve your clients at the end of the day, you can't fill from an empty cup. And over time, you just won't respect yourself. Number three is hiring a significant other to work in my in my business. I was like mistake number one. And I know that everybody's got their own way of going about it. And you might have your, have your significant other in your business and it might be going super well for you. It was a nightmare for me. It was a complete mess and I'll never do it again. Number four is giving away the farm because I wanted to please people. You guys, at the end of the day, if your business isn't profitable, nobody eats. So you need to put your business first. And number five, trying not to offend anyone and being a positive influence only. No matter what you do, somebody's not going to like it. So you may as well just be yourself. Peace, love, protein. Have the best day of your entire life since your mom gave birth to you. And I'll talk to you soon.